this morning, we want to welcome Rachel Schaff with us, uh, who's our child advocate. Rachel, you're here with us, and uh, we want to welcome you first. Thank you. And we will be talking about all the activities of what happened at Christmas uh, at the Harvest Home this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess my first question is, um, how busy was it this Christmas season? <laughs> is it as busy as I think it was over there? <laughs> yeah, we try to keep busy with the kids and doing activities and with the moms too. So just from the moment December 1st comes all the way really through till next week into uh, when the kids are back in school, uh, we have Christmas parties, we have activities that churches plan for us, um, caroling, and um, just a lot of things that we're doing. So it gets busy. And all of that inside the walls there at the Harvest Home, right? Yeah, most of it. Now there are a couple of special events where people have invited us places, uh, but in general, it's all within our walls. So why don't you tell us about what happened, um, not only Christmas Day, but what happened during the week of Christmas? Because I know there was a lot of Christmas parties. The Mm -hmm. kids were doing all kinds of things. Why don't you explain? Yeah. So right before uh, the week of Christmas, um, we had our Harvest Home Christmas Party, which is a time that the staff comes together and spends the time with the moms and the kids. Um, And that's just a really fun time for us to connect. Uh, We played charades, um, Christmassy charades, um, got a a chance to sing some Christmas carols with the kids. Uh, We had a craft that was a 3D nativity set and just everything that we were doing, we were trying to emphasize that we're celebrating Christ's birth um, and capped off the evening with um, just some special gifts for the families, too, just to bless them right before Mm -hmm. Christmas. And, you know, to maybe some in the listening audience, it sounds like, yeah, another activity to do, but there's there's a reason that you take the time to celebrate this, Mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, absolutely. And the opportunity to have this party with the families where the staff is there, too, is an opportunity for us to um, bond together as a sort of surrogate family. Now, a lot of the moms and the kids um, over Christmas were able to spend time with their actual friends and family and stay the night with them. But um, the Harvest Home Christmas Party was a chance for us to come together. You know, Kurt, uh, when we talk to the men's division, and I'm sure this is the same with Harvest Home and the children, Rachel, Christmas is always an exciting time for a lot of people, but we mm-hmm. also know it can be a difficult time. And I'm sure, um, even with all the activities that you guys did for the la- ladies and the children, it can still be a challenge. Is that correct? Absolutely, especially if you're um, seeing that sometime in the past year that maybe they've had estrangement from family members, or um, in the past couple years, you know, there might have been um, a death in the family or something that's resulted in them becoming homeless. So a lot of that is playing into, um, you know, the the sad part of of Christmas, remembering all those times and seeing how different it is and where they are. Do you ever think the story of Jesus's birth um, is taking on the importance in their lives, given those situations? I really hope so. I mean, that's what I think is is when somebody comes into a shelter and they don't have any hope, you know, that is the the hope we can share with them. Yes, we can feed and clothe them and, and care for those physical needs, but the real purpose of the Haven of Rest and the Harvest Home to the ladies and kids is that we're sharing the hope with them. Well, Rachel, I know we were sharing a little bit before the program that the kids have been off of school mm-hmm. for Christmas and New Year's break. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit of, of some of the activities that you did with the children uh, through Christmas? Because you yeah. did a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had some activities this past week, and then we're going to have some more coming up. They have one more week of uh, school break. Um, 
right before Christmas, we had um, a woman that came in and did a craft with the kids where they made jewelry for their moms for Christmas. Um, and then we have a special um, Christmas um, rock wall climbing event at um, a local business that invites the kids there. So we're doing that this week, um, as well as the library. Akron Public Library is coming in to do special activities with the kids. And we're going there to see a movie in their big screen. So it's like going to a movie theater. Rachel, I know the volunteers play a very important part um, with the Harvest Home programs for Christmas. Why don't you tell me, how did they How did they really impact uh, the children and the families and the, the single ladies this year? Well, we couldn't do what we do without having the volunteers coming in. Um, between, we have the volunteers that come in every night of the week doing devotions, and um, they work with the families especially during Christmas, that they're just really accenting um, why we're celebrating Christmas when they're singing carols. Um, But with the children's department, we have um, donations of gifts that come in. And I had a group of about nine ladies that helped out um, the Saturday before Christmas, wrapping all those gifts um, so that when the kids got up on Christmas morning, the gifts were, were wrapped and beautiful and ready for them. Um, But not only that, then we get into these Christmas break weeks when the kids are off from school. We have so many more kids around. Uh, We have 18 kids staying with us. And we go from having just a handful of preschoolers and babies each day to having all 18 of them. Um, So having the extra hands of volunteers to help out with the kids um, and to connect with them um, is huge. What a blessing it is. And I also heard a story of one of the activities here about making some cookies. Do you want to describe that? Yeah, yeah. So we, um, before our Christmas party, um, the kids decorated cookies for the party, and um, we just had icing everywhere, (laughs) but they turned out so cute. Um, One of the big favorites for the kids to decorate was there were mitten-shaped cookies, and they liked designing those to look like real mittens. I had one boy that took a couple of um, ornament cookies, but he turned them into a snowman, so you had to maybe eat all three together. I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, And one of the little guys was five, and we discovered after a couple minutes we needed one volunteer to sit just with him because he just wanted to eat the icing. That's all he wanted to do, and so he would, you know, stick knives in his mouth that had the icing on it or stick his fingers in his mouth and immediately the fingers go in the mouth volunteer would be like all right let's go wash our hands or you'd have the reject cookies like all right that one's not going to anybody else <laughs> you can't do that one. well I, I hate to say it Kurt but that sounds like something I would have done when I was at that age <laughs> when I helped my mom make are cookies are you sure at, at that and, age well <laughs> I don't want to reveal everything but uh, you know Rachel uh, you know we talk about all the things that are going on uh, you know you guys had a wonderful Christmas program uh, that was held Thursday, Mm -hmm. uh, the week before Christmas, with everybody. Why don't you tell us what was all involved in that program? Because it's all the staff, Mm -hmm. they're singing, there's just a lot that goes on. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into our Christmas party. Um, We start out by having a dinner um, all together, staff and residents and kids um, at the tables together, enjoying a meal together. Um, And from there, we made these Christmas crafts where it was actually a 3D nativity set um, using like the foamy stickers. Um, From there, we went ahead and played uh, Christmas charades with, there were Christmas songs and sort of Christmassy activities you would do um, 
speaking of volunteers too we had a group of high school students that came in to participate that night wow, that's um great. so we had um the moms and kids and staff and um high schoolers all split up between the two teams so we had this mixture as we were playing the game together um and then had some christmas carol singing and ended the evening by having um some nice gifts to bless the families with um including some pjs for the kids and robes for the moms they had something to to wear on christmas morning hmm. very good well, do you have an opportunity, to, as, as we know Christmas can be tough on the kids, an opportunity to kind of tune in to maybe what they're feeling and, and kind of offer some encouragement? Yeah, and my favorite time to do that is when the kids are on break from school. Um, you have that week leading up to Christmas and then the week after where we'll be talking more about it. But um, leading up to Christmas during Bible study in the mornings, I, I get a half hour with them. Um, that's a time that we can focus in on um, looking at, at a, sort of a christ centered focus um and it's a chance for them to open up with their feelings too um the week before christmas we have this play nativity for the little kids usually but um what's interesting is even the bigger kids don't fully grasp um the story of christmas so over the days leading up to christmas we would go through just a little part each day so starting out with the angel visiting mary leading up to one day just on the shepherds um a day on the wise men um and just try to bring all of those points home and what we found each year that we've done this is the kids you know you'll ask them do you know who jesus mom is and and they don't know the name mary um some of them don't really know that Jesus is the baby. They've seen nativity scenes, but they, they've never really connected who that is. Um, so that's neat to be able to share that with them. Well, you know, Rachel, and Kurt, uh, you know, during the Christmas season, but it's really all year round, we really see how our friends, our donors really, really come together, really as a big family. Uh, and especially during Christmas, uh, just so many people uh, have the, have a heart uh, for helping those that are less fortunate, mm-hmm. whether it's the children, if it's the the mom, if it's a single lady, if it, if it's a resident man, or somebody uh, across the street that's in, in in need, or clothing distribution center mm-hmm. where people donate just wonderful items. For you, Rachel, you've been in this position, uh, being a child advocate for several years. What what do you see? What blesses you as you get to see? Um, this all happening right in front of your eyes. Mm -hmm. What really blesses you about that? Well, there are a couple things that I find really neat, but one of them is the calls that I get from moms, and sometimes even the the child will call, but the moms that will call and say that their child came home from school and um, just had this idea that they want to donate to children living in a shelter, that Mm. their kids have realized how difficult it would be. And I did. I had a young lady that came in recently that wanted to donate some things for the kids. Um, And being able to talk with her and see that, you know, this this young lady um, had this heart for our kids. Um, But the other thing, too, is I love when people call and they say, we just really want to um, bless the kids. What can we do? And that sort of open spirit where, um, you know, they want to hear what they could do for the kids. I have um, somebody that donated um, brand new outfits. She and her family got together and raised money so that each one of our kids got a brand new outfit. Now, we have some lovely things that are at our donation center. um, And although they're used, they're good quality. But these kids probably haven't gotten too many new clothes in their lives. So it's a special Christmas gift when they're able to get something like that or new boots or um, new toys even. Mm -hmm. 
I want to just say thank you to the community for volunteering. Uh, this is a very generous community that mm-hmm. we are part of, and uh, thank you for reminding us of the ways that they impact uh, the kids and the moms that are over there. So, Well, you know, Rachel, we know um, even though Christmas is over, you, the New Year's is coming up here. And as we wrap uh, at least this part of the broadcast, uh, wrap it up, I guess how can we pray for you? Uh, because you've been very busy, a lot of exciting activities, but I know with all those exciting activities, it, it, can, it can wear you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how can our listening audience pray for you? Um, you know, I would love to have prayer for just keeping my energy up during this last week of break. Um, the kids have a lot of energy going, especially if they've been cooped up in the building with a lot of other kids. Uh, they just take each other up to a high level of energy. And uh, just to be able to keep that going until they're back in school, to be able to um, keep showing God's love um, and my interactions with them, which can be hard when you're tired. Well, I think you're doing a great job over there. Always appreciate your enthusiasm to our listening audience. What you hear is what you what you get every day with Rachel, and we appreciate that. And uh, we will pray for you. And thanks for all that you do uh, for the Haven. And thank you for sharing what it's like at Christmas. It gives us a better understanding. Oh, thank you. I love I love talking about the kids. I know I say that, but I really do. I like bragging on them. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you, Rachel.